This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Welcome to the Pussy Galore Show. I'm your host, Margot. Lovely to have you along with us today. 2022 has really kicked into gear now. I know a lot of you will be returning to work and thinking about what this coming year has in store for you. Personally, after the events of the last couple of years, I'm pretty much going with the flow, although I cannot wait to go on an overseas adventure. It's been quite a while. And I've been thinking about where I'd like to go and I have decided on Japan. I'd love to go to the Miyao Miyao Temple in Kyoto. Now this place has a real live monk cat and a bunch of Kato assistants. Uh, the temple is completely dedicated to the puss. I mean how perfect is that? I've actually put a couple of pics on the Pussy Galore Facebook show if anyone wants to go along and have a look and dream about travelling again. So in the meantime, park yourself and your puss up somewhere comfy and join me for the next half an hour as we delve into the wonderful world of our furry feline friends. On this week's show, we'll have our regular segments, including Cats in the News, where we hear about Kleptocat Keith, I'll tell a terrible dad cat joke. We'll be pausing for thought and on this week's show uh, we've got Meet My Puss and we're lucky enough to have a celebrity. In fact, three celebrities, but a little bit more about that later. We'll also be paying homage to the greatest cartoon cat of all time. Small hint, he spends a great deal of time traumatising a dog and his owner called John in between bouts of sleeping and gorging himself on lasagna. Uh, So, speaking of cats and dogs... One fine day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue buzzard, no three-eyed frog, a three-line canine little cat dog. Cat dog, cat dog. Alone in the world is a little cat dog Out on the road, drove back into town All kind of critters putting cat dog down Gotta rise above it, gotta try to get along Gotta walk together, gotta sing this song Cat dog, cat dog Alone in the world is a little cat dog Cat dog, cat dog, cat dog, cat dog. Alone in the world is a little cat dog Cat dog, cat dog, cat dog, cat dog. Alone in the world is a little cat dog Wonder if that's bringing back any memories for you uh, That was a the theme song to a cartoon that started in 1998 called Cat Dog It was about conjoined siblings, one dog, one cat And they deal with the unique challenges of their existence 
The cat, who was the more clever of the two, no surprises there, frequently had a plan or a scheme in the works, and more often than not, that scheme didn't go so well. Anyway, let's talk about cats and dogs. We've all heard the sayings, they're fighting like cats and dogs, or it's raining like cats and dogs, insinuating the two species do not get on. So what's that all about? For any of you out there who have or have had an extended furry family, including a cat and a dog, you know this isn't necessarily true. And in fact, it can be quite the opposite. We had a family lab for many years before I got Mittens the Maine Coon. Um, When Mittens arrived on the scene, it, it did take a little for them to get used to each other sharing us and the house but in the end they became fast friends and when Floppy yes I know Floppy was the name of our dog the lab eventually died at age 13 Mittens was rather out of sorts for some months the myth of cats and dogs being at great odds with each other has become synonymous with arguing and not just any kind of arguing but fighting with anger claws out so to speak but Cats and dogs living together doesn't have to be a stressful situation. They're often viewed as natural enemies because of their diametrically opposed roles in the wild kingdom. Cats and dogs cohabitated not so peacefully in Africa for thousands of years before they were domesticated by humans, at which time it seems that they continued to be at odds with each other. However, this does not mean that your furry friends are destined to be arch enemies, and in fact, they can be the best of friends. The phrase fighting like cats and dogs dates back a few hundred years and the domestication of the two factors into that equation. In the early stages of the cat-dog relationship, cats were regulated to the outbuildings while the puppies claimed a spot indoors in front of the fire. Cats decided to get in on the action and domesticated themselves right into their parents' laps and into the dog's territory. This would have led to a bit of competition over scraps of food, which would have led to frequent fights between the two. While facing a hostile situation such as this, dogs instinctively defer to their hierarchical roles in the pack. Whereas cats, however, are solitary predators, and they aren't inclined to back down. And that's when you get the fighting. So, can cats and dogs get along? With patience and perseverance, Absolutely. Despite those instinctual tendencies towards being sworn enemies, the relationship between cats and dogs is more nuanced than getting into a skirmish at the food bowl. Let's face it, sometimes cats and dogs just aren't going to get along. If one or both of the animals has experienced a hostile environment previously in their home, uh, prior to moving in with their loving parents, they may not appreciate a new puppy or a new feline friend or vice versa, which can lead to aggression from one or both of the animals. Cats and dogs just do not share behavioural signals, which is a big factor in their antagonism towards each other. Now, if your cat's an alpha cat, Mittens is an alpha cat, she'll let you and the dog know, and Mittens often did with Floppy. In her role as both predator and prey, she had the natural tendency to dominate and exhibit aggression when she felt threatened. And in fact, sometimes she just really wanted to irk the dog and would do things to irritate it. She would go over and sit in the middle of Floppy's bed, so Floppy couldn't sit in her bed for hours, and Floppy would just stand there and watch. Would also 
chew on her tail while she was asleep. Um, that didn't go down too well either. Hmm. Anyway, so your kitty may demonstrate her aggression with body language, such as an arched back, a fluffed up tail, some biting or some scratching. She may also growl, hiss or bare teeth to keep other animals at bay. Sometimes a cat and dog can live together and don't bother each other at all, while ignoring each other is probably a more desirable way than having to deal with the constant fighting. Your pets can live a fuller, more enjoyable life by interacting with one another, and you'll have more fun too. Encouraging friendly play between a cat and dog is a great place to start. Because they're both hunters at heart, they may have fun with dog toys like a stuffed animal, or you can create a cat toy with materials you have around the house. Just be sure that you're around to moderate such playtime, as it could easily go from amicable to aggressive if the animals misread each other's social cues. So in summing up, although it may seem elusive, cats and dogs can actually really happily live together, not just as roommates, but as true BFFs. One of the best ways of achieving this relationship is to invest time and patience in the introduction period between the two. And that includes socialisation. Who knows, one day your cat and dog could snuggle up together. Mittens and Flopper used to do that, especially in the middle of winter. Now when introducing your cat or dog to each other, pay attention to the body language of both animals. Cats and dogs instinctively use their own unique signals to communicate. However, by working closely with your pets, you can pick up on their verbal and physical cues. A face-to-face introduction, or what's referred to as look at that, lat, a form of distracting your cat from your dog. Good luck if anyone out there has got a new puppy or kitten and is attempting to uh, have them be welcomed into the family by all of the existing members. It can be a bit of a challenge. Pause for thought. This is by Leonardo da Vinci. I think we all know who he is. was an artist famous for the Mona Lisa. And he said about cats, in its flawless grace and superior self-sufficiency, I have seen a symbol of the perfect beauty and bland impersonality of the universe itself. Objectively considered, and in its air of silent mystery, there resides for me all the wonder and fascination of the unknown. Too true, Leo. Curiosity that can 
That was Curiosity Killed the Cat by the Little River Band. In this week's segment of Meet My Puss, we're lucky to meet Kevin and his people slaves, Clive and Sean. Uh, now, Kevin is a bit of a puss celebrity around Nelson. Uh, he he shot to stardom during the last lockdown when Sean shot a video of him uh, chasing, retrieving and returning a stuffed fish toy. Uh, so I'll post that video on the Pussy Galore Facebook page and you can check that out because it is pretty funny. So a little bit about Kevin. Sean says that he's a Seal Point Burmese. They got him four weeks before the first lockdown in 2020, before anyone actually realised there was going to be a lockdown. Um, Sean flew to Christchurch to pick him up from the breeder who had brought him to the airport. He was initially an indoor cat and stayed that way until lockdown ended. He was great company for Sean uh, because her husband Clive was working as an essential worker and unfortunately Sean, like so many others, had lost her job in the first week of lockdown. It's called Kevin after a friend of theirs 
uh, and an old boss who unfortunately passed away several years ago. He uh, actually started the first private radio station in Nelson in the late 1980s. Uh, I asked Sean why she loved her puss so much or why she and Clive loved their puss so much and it's because he's smart, cuddly, adorable and he's a very handsome wee man. He's not phased by much and he puts up with uh, their often loud homespun music that they play at home, although Sean says she has caught him mid-eye roll on occasion. He likes to walk up and down on the piano uh, and loves his $7 Kmart bed, even though his bum is getting too big to fit on it. Uh, there's a picture of that as well. Uh, so when Kevin and I were in lockdown, says Sean, I taught him how to fetch his toy and bring it back. Kevin loves having his tummy tickled. Uh, some crazy things Kevin does. He leaps up and opens doors. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Uh, we have to put a wedge under the lounge door at night. Otherwise, he's on the bed taking up all the space. He's also really into catching cicadas at the moment and loves to drink from the shower or the toilet. Hmm, so toilet chaser after a delicious cicada breakfast. Go Kevin. Anyway, check Kevin, Clive and Chan out on our Pussy Galore Facebook page. Thanks for doing that for us, guys. Really, really great. So this show is also a podcast. It comes out a couple of days after the show goes to air and you can listen to it via freshfm.net and the Access Media New Zealand app. Get ready, everybody. It's time for my really terrible cat joke, also told very badly. So a pair of mice were walking down the street when a cat suddenly jumped out to attack them. The older mouse shouted, ruff, ruff, and the cat ran away. See, said the mouse to the other mouse, that's why it's so important to learn a foreign language. Yeah, that's terrible. It's a downward spiral that began a month ago with a bong and a bag of white powder. Now Keith the thief has no shame and is leaving kinky black lace knickers strewn on the back fence. As the summer festive season comes around and longer days mean a chance for more loot, the infamous five-year-old black cat continues to roam his quiet Christchurch suburb, committing burglary after burglary. But the crimes have escalated recently, his stealthy paws uncovering some of the more risque items owned by Hoon Hayes households. In the past, the fiendish feline brought home a correction officer's shirt, entire washing lines with pegs attached, the local tradies steel-toed boots, bras, shoes and some live eels. But nothing prepared owners Ginny and David Rumbold for Keith's most audacious gift of a bong and zip-lock bag of white powder. A horrified Jenny immediately disposed of the paraphernalia that would incriminate the pilfering pussy, and strong words ensued about the dangers of a druggy lifestyle. Sadly, it hasn't seemed to resonate with Keith, and now she worries about where he's hanging out, and the kind of moggy thugs he's keeping company with. Like any parent of a troublesome teen, Jenny and David have been trying to keep Keith on the straight and narrow, but confining him to the house only resulted in coming home to a naked Christmas tree. After seeing her baubles scattered in all sorts of strange places, Ginny has come to the conclusion that home detention doesn't work for hardcore criminals. His thieving antics haven't gone unnoticed by the boys in blue either. 
A police spokesman confirming the pilfering pussy has been on their radar for some time. We've been playing a bit of cat and mouse with this prolific offender. The spokesman said there appeared to be an increase in the scale and range of his offending recently. Of particular concern is Keith's latest find, an implement used to smoke cannabis. We'll be seizing the implement and speaking to Keith about where he acquired it from. The couple have had to put two plastic containers at their front gate with Keith's ill-gotten gains, complete with apology note, so locals can come along and reclaim their possessions. Their fending began when the feline uh, lived with his old owner just a few doors down, and it ramped up about three years ago, not long before Keith had a fallout with his sisters and decided he'd rather live with Ginny. Ginny would wake up to bras, whole washing lines with clothes and pegs, a large net curtain off a ranch slider door, pairs of Adidas or Nike shoes, underwear and tools strewn across her driveway. Some items would return again and again and Keith took particular liking to a tradie's steel-toed boots. Not one to do things by halves, he would drag one shoe home before returning for the second. So fed up was the builder that he put weights inside each boot, but to no avail. Keith still managed to drag the boots home between his front legs. When he wasn't pinching boots, Keith was stealing the man's underwear and once took an entire load of washing off his clothes horse. The local roofer had his sealant gun nicked, but by far the most embarrassing gift Jenny received before his latest drug haul was a correction officer's shirt underscoring Keith's disregard for law and order. Sleeping all day and burglaring all night, Keith sometimes gets fixated with his prizes, including a bathing suit that he's returned from the front box at the fence to Jenny's side every day this past week. What do you do? You can check out Keith and some of his uh, loot on the Pussy Galore Facebook page. He's a fat cat, a cool cat, nobody's food cat, but look out, cause here comes Garfield. He never keeps the heat to him, he likes his cat, but look out, cause here comes Garfield. He's always got to be on the phone, yeah, and he will beat you to the punch every time. He gives up anything for lasagna, unless he has to give up on his nap time, well, he's a fun cat, Mr. Number One Cat, he knows what life is all about. Here comes Garfield, look out, here comes Garfield, look out, I said, here comes Garfield, so you better look out. is all about Here comes Garfield Look out, here comes Garfield Look out, I said Here comes Garfield So you better look out Here comes Garfield You better look out 
When I describe someone who's known for his laziness, obsessive eating, love of coffee and lasagna, disdain of Mondays and diets, one special puss comes to mind, Garfield. He's an American comic strip created by Jim Davis in 1976. The comic strip was originally called John, after his owner, but was changed in 1978 to Garfield, uh, and it chronicles the life of the cat, his owner, and Udi, the dog. Uh, As of 2013, it held the Guinness World Record for being the world's most syndicated comic strip. It was originally created with the intention to come up with a good marketable character and make money out of it. Uh, And since then, that's exactly what's happened. Garfield has spawned merchandise earning between $750 to $1 billion annually. How crazy is that? Uh, It's also spawned several television specials, uh, television series, and two theatrical feature-length live-action animated films and three fully CGI animated uh, direct-to-video films. Uh, Part of the strip's appeal is, or was, that it had a lack of social or political commentary. In those days, most comic strips um, had that. Garfield, the cat, was based on the cats that Davis grew up around as a child. He took his name and personality from his grandfather, James A. Garfield Davis who he described as a large, cantankerous man. The name John Arbuckle came from a 1950s coffee commercial, uh, and John's roommate, Lyman, added to give John someone to talk with, carried on the name of an earlier character, who went on to be the dog, Udi. Garfield quickly became a commercial success. In 1981, then, which was less than three years after its nationwide launch, The comic strip appeared in 850 newspapers and accumulated over $15 million in merchandise. By 2002, Garfield had become the world's most syndicated strip. Uh, He's appeared in over 2,600 newspapers. It's just crazy, and in 111 countries. What would you like for breakfast, Garfield? Oh, the usual cup of coffee, Danish morning paper. Okay, one bowl of cat food coming right up. Nobody listens anymore. You know, Garfield, I wouldn't have to feed you so much if you would provide for yourself. Why don't you chase mice, like other cats? Show me a good mouser, and I'll show you a cat with bad breath. Come on, Odie, let's turn on the radio and dance.
little booty shaker there. Uh, hope you shook your booty. Uh, White Tiger remix by the Cat Carpenters from 2017. That's about it for me today. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, sharing some time with you today and I hope that you and your puss have a great week and I look forward to being back on air in a couple of weeks. Don't forget to like and check out our Pussy Galore Facebook page where all of the things I've talked about, including Meet My Puss and all the photos, will be up there for you guys to check out. Have a great week, everybody, and stay safe. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.